And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. If you would turn your Bibles one more time to the book of Revelation, chapter 20, we left off on verse, from verse 4, 5, and 6. So that's our text tonight, our Discussion tonight is entitled, The Two Resurrections. Amen? The Two Resurrections. There are two resurrections. There are two. Deaths. Amen? Two resurrections, two deaths. And two births. Tonight we are going to talk a little bit about it. Praise the Lord. I mean, these are tech- we're getting somewhat technical. And so tonight, I'm asking you to keep your focus on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I'm, I'm so happy that the Bible is truly the only authority on the afterlife. Only the Bible can tell you the truth on the afterlife or about the afterlife. Every other source is pure speculation. Amen. How many of you thank God for the word of God? Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's read our text and then we'll try to go through it line upon line, precept upon precept. Revelation chapter 20 verse 4, John is speaking. He said, and I saw thrones and they sat upon them. These were not empty thrones. Amen. People sat on these thrones. Is that all right? Amen. And judgment was given unto them. The people who sat on the thrones, judgment was given unto them. Hallelujah. And I saw souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of the Jesus and for the word of God. And which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Can you say live and reign with Christ for a thousand years. That word here in the Greek, live, means come alive. It means they came back alive. They were once dead. They came alive. Amen. To reign and rule with Christ for how long? A thousand years. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 5 says, but the rest. Can you say but? But the rest of the dead live. That's why the word lived means come alive. In other words, there were some people who were dead. They came alive to reign and rule with Jesus Christ. Amen. But the rest, the first five says, the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the what? First resurrection. So what happened in verse five? Sorry, what happened in verse three? The sins who came back alive. Amen. Whom John saw on the thrones who were given judgment, praise the Lord, who reigned and ruled with Jesus. They came back alive. The Bible says that John referred to this as the first resurrection. Is that all right? The first resurrection. So if there was a first resurrection, there must be a second resurrection. Is that all right? Amen. So this is the first resurrection we are told in verse 5. Are we still on verse 5? Yes, verse 6 reads, Blessed and holy is he that hath part. Now the word he does refer to a male individual. 
is referring to sons of God. You see in the spirit, there is neither male or female. Let me say that again. Praise the Lord. For the purposes of procreation on the earth, there is male and female. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Is everybody with me? So in the Bible, when you see he, amen, or usually the word man is referring to human beings or just sons of God. So both men, both male and females are sons of God. Women are just men with a womb. Is that all right? So ladies, don't you get offended, amen, if you don't see the word woman in the Bible. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can all the ladies smile? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God for the word of God. Can somebody say thank God for the word of God? Hallelujah. Nobody's left out. Ladies are not left out. Anywhere. Amen. Let's continue. So blessed and holy is the individual that hath part in the first resurrection. So those people referred to in verse 4, whom John saw on thrones, whom judgment were given, who reign and rule with them. The Bible called them blessed and holy, fortunate. Mm-hmm. Say blessed, holy, fortunate. Say that's us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> that's us. Amen. That's the Old Testament saints. The New Testament saints and the tribulation saints. Sitting and reigning and ruling with him for a... That's why First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, For we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are a peculiar people. Anybody glad about that? Called out of darkness. Into his marvelous light. Is anybody walking in the light of the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. You better say yes. Whether or not you feel like it. Amen. Amen. Confess. Confess means to agree with God. Just say yes Lord. I think my wife preached about it on Sunday. Say yes Lord. Sometimes you got to say yes by faith. A yes not by feeling. Amen. You say yes because God said it's yes. Not because your situation says yes as yet. But because God says Yes. Because it's a walk of faith. Amen? It's a walk of faith. And so because it's a walk of faith, we agree with God every time. Amen? We don't agree with our situations or what we see. Amen? They're important. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. So they are called blessed and holy. And, and look, there's more information. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection on such individuals, the second death. Uh oh, the sec can somebody say the second death? So if there is a second death, there was a first death. Is that all right? We'll examine that a little later. What is the second death? What is the first death? What is the first resurrection? What is the second resurrection? What does it mean to be born in the born of the spirit and born of water? What, what exactly these terms mean? Tell your neighbor it's not hard. That was, that was rather weak. Can you say it's not hard? No, it's not hard. It's not hard. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you just have to take some time 
in the presence of the Lord and understanding will flow like a river. Is that all right? So we are told here that um, on such the second death hath no power. Wow. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. See the recurrence of the word a thousand years. God wants to drive it home to the devil. Amen. He thought he messed up Eden. Mm -hmm. But he's coming back around to let the devil have it. It was never God's intention. Amen. For Adam and Eve to go to heaven. It was God's intention for them to reign and rule on the earth. The command given to Adam and Eve was to what? Replenish, multiply, and have dominion. You didn't see here and you shall go to heaven. No. The devil came and messed up. Are you with me, saints? The devil came and, and deceived. That's all he has. Deception. The devil is as powerful as you give him power. Is that, is that, is that right? Amen. He's as powerful as you make him. Amen. He has to stand in line as an angel to give an account. Job tells us he lines up with the angels. Amen. And comes before God. He accuses us sometimes. Amen. He said, look, 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 look. Emmanuel, he was jumping in church on Sunday. Look him. Now he's worrying. Now he's worrying. Sunday, it's Monday, he's worrying. Sunday, just passed. He was in church. Glory, praise the Lord. Look him. Look at him. He's quarreling. Amen. But my quarrel doesn't define me. What defines me is my position in Christ. Ah, blessed be the name of the Lord. Because the Bible says we have a high priest who's touched with the very feelings of our infirmities. And right now, his ministry is what? What is our high priest ministry now? Who is our high priest? Jesus Christ. What is Jesus' ministry now? Intercession. He's interceding for the saints. He's on his knees praying for you and I now. Tell your neighbor, I'm all right. The king of kings and the lord of lords, Lord is praying for me, I'm all right. Praise the Lord. I may not feel all right. Look, I may not look all right, but I know that I'm all right. Amen. I know it is well. There's an old song. It is well. It is well with my soul, with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Can you say it's well with my soul? Yeah, yeah. Say it's well with my soul. Yes, hallelujah. Glory be to God. It is well with my soul. It is well. It is going to be all right. Amen. It's going to be all right because we know the end. It just came to pass. Whatever, you go, whatever challenges you're going through, saints. That is why I believe God gave us the book of Revelation. To encourage us to keep keeping on. When you know the end, you can go through the challenge. The challenges of this life. If you know that Jesus has your back. If you know that Jesus, you're going to sit with him and reign with him. Then maybe I can go through what I'm going through now. Because I know it came. Just to pass. There's an old song that goes, He holds my future. He holds your future. Anybody knows He holds? Yes, He holds my future. Anybody knows He has the sparrows covered? 
And if he has the sparrows covered, I know he watches over me. Can somebody say he watches over me? Yes, yes. When I read the book of Revelation, I get so excited since my energy is renewed. My focus is sharpened. My gaze get, my gaze get, get more direct. Amen. I get excited because I, I see the truth of God's word. Amen. Because he has told us that in the end he wins. In the end, I'm going to have a throne. That sounds good to me. Hallelujah. Isn't that a blessing? In the end, we are going to sit on a throne. John just said it. Thrones and judgment will be given to me. Oh, blessed be the name. Not only to me, but to all of us. Hallelujah. Can somebody say hallelujah? So I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. Anybody knows the song? Because I'm happy, I'm, I sing because I'm free. If his eyes on the sparrow, I know he watches over me. He watches over me. Every hair on my head is counted. He's got me. He's got my back. Amen. He's got your back, Pastor Webb. He's got your back. Hallelujah. It's going to be all right. My mind may not be fully renewed. My mind may mess with me. Let me tell you this, sins. Be careful what's in your mind because it's, because it's going to affect your body. Let me say that again. Be careful what is in your mind because it's going to affect your body. And when it affects your body, you will be able to do so much as your mind tells you. Be careful what's coming. Be careful of the thoughts. Amen. Thoughts mess with your emotions. And they can drag you down to hell. Metaphorically speaking. Let me say it again. Metaphorically speaking. Hell, I mean, they can bring you in a miserable state. Amen. They can bring you, you know what? Miserable state. So that's why we are told how to think. Let me move on here. I just thought I would take some time to, to encourage somebody. Amen. Because it's midweek. We come here for... It's for a feeling. Anybody stop at a gas station? <laughs> Hallelujah. So the Bible talks about two resurrections. There's a resurrection for believers and a resurrection for unbelievers. <laughs> That's why the Bible says, blessed is he who hath part in the first resurrection. That's for believers. Is that all right? Amen. The time between those two resurrections will be how many years? I think I got an exhibit, my first exhibit. So we have the first resurrection that's going to take place at the rapture. Amen. Then we have the second resurrection that's going to take place at the end. Praise the Lord. So here we have our resurrection. Praise the Lord. We have our resurrections. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes. Yeah, so first resurrection, a thousand years pass. The unbelievers are still in the grave. Mm-hmm. Wow. Then they'll be resurrected at the end of a thousand years. They'll be given a body to come stand, to be judged at the great white throne. Just to be cast into eternity, eternal damnation. Now when I say that, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Brothers and sisters, don't allow the elevation of my voice. Don't misinterpret it as being happy. You cannot be happy about people going to hell. It's devastating. Very hurtful. Amen. 
people choose to go to hell. Amen? They choose to go to hell. So, we have a responsibility to evangelize. Amen? To go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. <laughs> go tell it on the mountain, that whom Jesus Christ. Yes, he's Lord. He is Lord. Amen? He's Lord. Now is the time for Christians to be bold. Now is the time for us to be bold, for us to get bold and tell people the truth. Ask God to give us the tongue of the learned. Ask God to give us wisdom. Ask God to give us an opportunity. Since now we've got to be, you know, we have to be, we have to be very careful. We have to remain alert, uh, looking for an opportunity to minister the gospel. You hear the news? You see what's happening? It's only going to get worse. And so now, people are looking for God. People are hungry for God. Don't you, don't you put your head in the sand like an ostrich and keep minding your business and then pull up and say, what happened? No. Pull your head out saying, what happened? No, the world has passed you by. That's what happened. We need to be alert. We need to be looking for an opportunity. We need to be asking Jesus to give us an opportunity. Amen? And you get what I'm saying, saints? Now is the time where we need to be very familiar with the word of God. Because that's what brings change. Amen? We need to know the word of God. So we can administer truth and life to people. Praise God. And so we see here two resurrections. Amen? To better understand the concept of these two resurrections... As communicated in scripture, it's important to understand that an individual can be, and since here it is, to understand the concept of the first and second resurrection. Amen? Which is communicated in scripture. It's important to understand that an individual can be born twice and die once, and or born once, die twice. I have exhibit number two. Let me take some time to explain that. Amen? You can either be born once, die twice. Or you can be born twice and die once. Now, when we talk about death, death simply is separation. Separation from God. That's what the Bible calls death. For that matter, for us Christians, the Bible calls it sleep. For the unbelievers, it's death because it's separation from God. When an unbeliever body is placed into the ground, his spirit goes to meet the Lord. The Bible doesn't call that death. The Bible calls it sleep. Because at the rapture, his body is going to be quickened. Amen. And then his spirit and body is going to be reunited. And at the same time, he or she will be given a glorified body. Everybody's with me. Amen. Praise the Lord. So you can either be born once but die twice. If you are born once, and that is you're just born into the earth and not born again, then you're going to die twice. Mm -hmm. After your time on earth is over, that's it. First death. After you're resurrected to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and subsequently banished from God for eternity, that's a second death. Are you with me, saints? 
Because death is really separation from God. That is why you and I need to be ready to give an account. First Peter 3.15. For the hope that lies in us with gentleness and meekness. Now is the time, brothers and sisters, because the people are out there looking for God. Many Christ, there are many Christians out there, many believers out there who just chose not to go to church because they've been disappointed. Amen? Expectations dashed. COVID. Some people are still concerned about that. I understand. Amen? Nobody's criticizing. Praise the Lord. But they're out there. Mm-hmm. You and I need to be prepared. We need to bring back our brothers and sisters into the fold. Amen? We need to do what? Bring them back into the fold. That is why now we need to be ready to learn and grow and ask questions. Refuse to be without knowledge. The Bible says in Psalm, in Proverbs 19.2, don't, don't turn there. It is not good that the soul be without knowledge. Refuse to be ignorant. Fight against it. Do what you got to do. Because God said it is what? Not good. Well. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I hope you get the concept of being born twice and dying once. Okay, born once, dying twice. Is that all right? Now let's look at the concept of being born twice and dying once. Amen. Let's look at that. Let's look at it first. What does it mean to be born twice and dying once? I think Jesus had something to say about that in John chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Can you turn quickly to John chapter 3, verse 5 and 6? Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 5 reads, Jesus answered, this is Jesus and Nicodemus. You remembered Nico? Amen. He was called the Pharisee of Pharisees. He was a, a Pharisee teaching Pharisees. Amen. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water uh -huh, and of the spirit, except you are born of water and of the spirit, he cannot, notice the word he, it's not a male man. It's an individual. Are you with me? The reason why I'm taking that because I know of females who have taken offense because there is no she, very few she's in the Bible. Amen? Don't take any offense. God, God has you covered. Amen? Amen? God has you covered. When you see he, it's referring to a son of God. Cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You cannot do what? Enter into the kingdom of God except you be born of water and of the spirit. Verse 6 is, a, is expounding on verse 5. Verse 6 says, Jesus simply said, that which is born of flesh is flesh. Mm -hmm. That which is born of the spirit is what? Is spirit. Now, most times when the phrase born of water and of the spirit is used in the scripture, especially in the Old Testament, it refers to water as the renewal and cleansing of the soul by the word of God. And most times, amen. But in this context here, it is talking about natural birth and spiritual birth being born twice. Mm -hmm. So you got a natural birth 
Anybody here born into the earth? <laughs> That's how we know you got a right here. You got a right to be here. Anybody who was cast down here, they have no right here. Do you know anybody who was cast down here? Yes. The devil and his demons, they got no right here. That is why they need a body to manifest themselves. Demons beg Jesus to get into hogs so they can have right on earth. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? So they can have the right to be on earth. They had to beg. They said, Jesus. Did they call him Jesus? Or they say, I think they said, JC. If you're begging, <laughs> you got to be nice. Eh? <laughs> can we please go in the hogs? We need a body. We know we have no right here. That's why I share with you. The only power he has is that which you give him. Your only power. And he works with the mind. Everything starts with a thought. Every action, every deed. Everything starts with a thought. Mm -hmm. Praise God. So we said... Verse 6 is expounding. Amen. <laughs> Born of water is natural birth. Born of the spirit. Amen. References spiritual birth. Amen. So we got that together. Praise God. And everybody know what it is. The two births. To be born of water and to be born of the spirit. The Bible says you need these two to enter the kingdom of heaven. You need to be born into the earth and then born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. If you are cast down here, forget about it. Amen. I think Jesus made that pretty clear. So he said that which is born of flesh is flesh, which is the natural birth. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Referencing spiritual birth or being born again is the same thing. Amen. Spiritual birth and being born again is the very same thing. Now, what does it mean? What does born twice die once mean? Here it comes. So if you're born twice, it means you were born of water, natural birth, and then you were born again. That is, you accepted Christ, Jesus, as your Lord and Savior. If that's the case, you will only die. Anybody here born of water and of the Spirit? I expect to hear, yes! I think the people on YouTube and Facebook are shouting more than you all are shouting. Let me ask the question again. Anybody here born of, <laughs> of the water and of the spirit? Anybody in your life? Yeah. Well, then you are going to die. Isn't that a blessing? Praise the Lord. Once. Mm, the Bible says the second death has no power on you. Because you will be part of the first resurrection. And when you are with the Lord Jesus, death can't touch you. Can't touch you. The second death. And we said, thinking man, keep thinking. What did you say death means? Separation from God. That's what it simply means. Separation from God or separation from the body. Because you are a spirit. Un unbelievers. Amen. Unbelievers. Both spirits. One save, one unsave. 
So unbelievers, when they die, they're separated from God until the second resurrection. Is that all right? So what happens to an unbeliever spirit when they die? When, and when they die, their body goes down to the grave. Their spirit goes down in, she, in uh, Hades uh, or Sheol. You remember Luke 16, the rich man and Lazarus. The Bible says in hell, he lifted up his eyes. So their spirits are in hell, their bodies in the grave. When we die, where is our spirit? In the presence of God. To be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. Our bodies are in the grave, our spirit with Jesus. We have a kind of, you know, we have a kind of glor a partial glorified body to enjoy where we are. But it's not the real deal as yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is something in the working. Hallelujah. Doesn't that get you excited? You know Christianity is not boring. That's good stuff. That's wonderful stuff. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now if the rapture takes place and you're born again, you're a born again Christian, you will never die. If the rapture takes place now, Every born again Christian in here will rapture. The mic will hit the floor. I'll be gone. Hallelujah. <laughs> Isn't that a blessing? And I'll never see death. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, what a blessing. Isn't God wonderful? Can you imagine the catastrophe? Catastrophe that's going to hit the world. When the rapture takes place, bus drivers, airplane pilots, are you getting what I'm saying? My God, I give you praise. Can you imagine a, a Christian driving an 18 wheeler 75 miles down the road? Taken. Can you imagine a doctor who's a Christian operating on somebody's heart? Taken. Wow. That's why, brothers and sisters, we need to start sharing the good news. We need to start asking God for an opportunity. What we need to do is stop thinking about our problems all day and put something else in our heads. If we stop thinking about our problems, we'll be less ill, less sick. Mm-hmm. Less stress. Thank you, sir. And just asking the Lord to open up a door for us. Instead of thinking about me, myself, and I. It's me and my issues. And I will not smile until my issue is fixed. <laughs> I get what I'm saying. We get trapped just, just living on this earth. Because we look across the field. Across the grass. And we think our situation should be better. Let me share with you brothers and sisters. When the rapture takes place and Jesus returns, the people you think who are the movers and shakers in this life, they'll be nothing. Those who you think who dressed in purple and driving the, the, the Teslas and living uh, the high mickey mickey marks and the upper echelon of society, when Jesus returns, there'll be nothing except if they're saved. Oh, the tables are going to be turned, my brothers and sisters. The tables, look at what happened to the rich man and Lazarus. 
he was in hell begging for Lazarus to dip his finger. Lazarus had no souls. Resting and relaxing in Abraham's bosom. The tables, I must teach a message called the tables have turned. The tables are going to turn. Oh yes, it's going to be real then. Uh, well, you all get me somewhere. You all getting me excited about this right here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Anybody love Jesus? Hallelujah. <laughs> Ooh, praise the Lord. So, if you were born twice, it means you were born of water, natural birth, and born again. Amen. Now, as I said, if the rapture takes place and you're born again, Christian, you'll never die. You'll get a glorified body, a transformed body, just like that. Can somebody say just like that? The Bible says in the twinkling of an eye. First Corinthians 15, 52 says it like that. First Corinthians 15, 52. Where did the time go? <laughs> First Corinthians 15, 52 reads, in a moment. In a what? In a moment. Can you say just like that? In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised. Incorruptible. Incorruptible means undecaying. And we shall be what? Changed. Can somebody say glorified body? Just like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I'm not missing that. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'll forgive you if I have to forgive you. Oh, yes, yes. Say, I'll forgive you if I have to forgive you. It's not worth it, pastor. Holding people on your heart. Unforgiveness is not, it's not worth it. Let them go. Bless them. Bless and release. <laughs> what do you do? You bless and what? And move on. The Lord will provide. The Lord will make a way somehow. The Lord will make a way somehow. There is a song that you were going to help me sing the song. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can somebody say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Can you give the Lord Jesus a clap? Can you just a thank you, a thank you, a thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of Jesus. In the twinkling of an eye. Since that is why we have to be cognizant of what's happening around us. Looking for an opportunity to share the good news. Ask God to give you an opportunity. Ask God, is there somebody at Publix I can lay my hands? Is there somebody I can ask? Can I pray for you? Amen? Praise the Lord. Because the truth is, the truth is, when the doors are closed and nobody is there, these people, they break down in the dark. Yes. Amen? Let me, see, let me tell you, those, those unbelievers, you see, who look like they have it together in the dark, when the devil comes, they break down because they don't have the name of Jesus to fight the devil. They cannot say, devil, I rebuke you. That's why some of them commit suicide. Mm -hmm. So when you get distracted, 
by their flash mm? and their pump. Well, let me move on here. Some of you are saying, well, I'm distracted already, ain't you? <laughs> now, this is what I want to, I think I got a question about this and I just want to address it. Now, why use born of water as a reference to natural birth? You remember Jesus said, except a human being is born of water and of the spirit, they cannot Amen? Enter into the kingdom. Born of the spirit is to accept Christ. What does born of water mean? Have you thought about it? Have you? Because, because born of water, now, now, now I want you to get, now why use born of water as a reference to natural birth? And here is why I think. Now, now hear me carefully. There are many uh, suggestions put forth, but I want to explain to you what I think. Amen? Many people think born of water and born of the spirit. Born of water is referring to baptism. Well, I'll tell you, baptism is not a requirement for salvation. Amen? It is not a requirement for salvation. You remember, you remember uh, was it, um, what? yeah, this is the one that's used a lot, but I, I want to use one that's even better. You remember when Peter went to Cornelius' house? Cornelius, unbelievers are standing, and Peter is preaching, and the Holy Ghost, even before Peter gave the invitation, the Bible says the Holy Ghost fell on the Gentiles, those whom the Jews didn't think were worthy enough. They thought the Jews, the Jews thought the Gentiles were created by God for fuel in hellfire. Those whom they thought didn't deserve God. Immediately, as soon as Peter opened his mouth and began to preach, the Holy Ghost fell on Cornelius and his entire family and they began to speak in what? Amen? They began to speak in tongues. Which means that they were part of the body of Christ. They got saved even before they say, accept Jesus. Were they baptized? Um, suddenly Peter said, until you are baptized here this morning, huh? in this place you need to be baptized. No, Peter didn't say that. <laughs> Peter didn't say that. Peter said, oh my God, the very thing he did for the Jews, he's doing for the Gentiles. There is no difference between Jew and Gentiles. The middle wall of partition has been taken out. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus does. Because he's a people person. He's not a Jew person. Hmm? Let me say that again. He's not a Jew person. He's not an Asian person. He's not an African person. He's not a Caucasian person. He's not a Spanish person. He's a people's person. That's who he is. That's who he is. Can you say that's who he is? Hallelujah. Now, born of water, as I said, here's what I think. When a baby is ready to be born, the sac, which contains the amniotic fluid in which the baby is submerged, breaks, and the fluid comes out, and then the baby gains entry into the earth. The baby is what? The baby is born of water means to be delivered by water. Is that all right? The baby is delivered by water. So, born of water. And Jesus is making it clear for these fallen demons. Until that happens to you, 
and then you accept Christ, you're going to heaven. And he's making it clear. Are you with me, saints? So, born of water and then born of the spirit. These two qualifications. Then, and then you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. What a blessing. Anybody knows what the first death references? The first death, there are two deaths. There is a first death. Anybody knows when the first death, we all experience the first death? Let's go to Romans chapter 5 verse, verse 12. Five and five, uh, Romans chapter 5 verse 12 and Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Amen. Because I just look at the time and I have to jump towards the end. And I'm not going to hurry. Amen. Oh, man. It's already 45 minutes. Amen. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by what? Sin. And so death passed upon what? All men here refers to all human beings. How did sin? Hold on. As by one man, who is that one individual? Adam. So let's fill in the blank. As by Adam, sin entered into the world. And as a result of sin, what happened? Death by sin. And so death passed upon all human beings. Because death was introduced by Adam. For that all have what? Sinned. So you are born a sinner. You are born a You understand? Born of water, a sinner. <laughs> Amen. Born of water, a sinner. So we came here separated from God. Until the age of accountability. Now God has given us grace. Amen. Because babies until the age of accountability, that's four or five. Amen. If they die, they go straight to heaven. Let me say it again. Babies. As soon as they're born, because they haven't reached the age of accountability. They haven't, they do not know the difference between wrong and right as yet. Now it seems like some of them knew, some of them know. Some of these babies. <laughs> some of these two-year-olds, three-year-olds, my goodness. They seem to be advanced. But God gave them grace. How do we know that? We know God gives them grace because when David, a child with Bathsheba died when his baby you remember David and Bathsheba the baby died while the baby was sick David fasting and prayed and believed God to deliver the child the child died and when the child died what did David say David said he cannot come to me but I will go to him so he went to heaven the baby so based on that precedent we know that every baby who dies amen they go straight to heaven but these six, seven, eight-year-olds we have today, they better accept Christ. They better be born of the Spirit. <laughs> some, some people have taken it up to seven, eight. But I tell you, in today's world, <laughs> born of the Spirit by three. Amen? As soon as we can. <laughs> Anyhow, praise the Lord. Oh man, I just saw the time we have to wrap up tonight. But brothers and sisters, I hope that the urgency, I'm staying on the book of Revelation for a little while because I want to cultivate the urgency in us.
to start ministering the gospel. We have family friends. We have good friends. Co-workers. Come on, brothers and sisters, who are not saved. Ask God to give you an opportunity. Open up a door somewhere. Get a track somewhere. Write a scripture verse somewhere and tuck it in their book somewhere. Amen? Write something on a paper somewhere. Hmm? And of course, the best, the best testimony is whom? Is what? Our lifestyle. Our best testimony is what? Lifestyle. You know you can get somebody to talk to you. Anybody knows how you can get somebody to run up to you and talk to you quickly? Praise the Lord. Just bring, just bring out that teeth. Just keep smiling. Amen? Just keep what? Smiling. That's all you got to do. Smiling and saying, how are you doing? Yeah, that's it. Show yourself friendly. That's it. Start smiling. Can somebody say, start smiling? Yeah, I, I, start, I know our minds are full of our issues. But I'm asking you to start smiling. I know we've got to make that dollar. Amen. I know that. Because nobody's going to pay your bill for you. But brothers and sisters, there comes a time. You've got to ask God to open up a door of opportunity for you. So you can minister the gospel to somebody. Take somebody out to the movies. And minister the gospel. Tell them I'll buy you lunch. Mm? Now you get what I'm saying? And minister the gospel. I'll buy you lunch for somebody. Put a couple of scripture verses in the, uh, in the McDonald's bag. You've got to be creative. In these last days. You... <laughs> the Bible says be kind to one another. Ephesians 4.32. You know why I know that scripture so well? Because there was a time I was never kind. I know some of you cannot, some of you are saying, you, you were never kind. Yeah. Ephesians 4.32. Be tenderhearted. Forgiving one another. As for, very, I, I memorized it because God told me to do that in 20, in 2003. 2003. Be kind to one another. Tenderhearted. Amen. So that's our homework for the week. Let's go out and be kind. Be tender-hearted. Let's go out and start smiling. Amen. Stop smiling. Praise the Lord. Let's practice. Let me see the smiles out there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Elder Pauline, let me see that smile. Glory be to God. That's it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's a very good exercise to smile. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you so much. If you're looking tonight, if you are out there looking and you are not saved, tonight is a good night to get saved. Ah, I tell you, if Jesus is not your Lord, you have a Lord. It may be yourself. It may be the devil. But Jesus freely wants to be the, your Lord because he's the only one who can wipe away your sins. If you're not saved, pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus. I need your help. I recognize I'm a sinner. I can't help myself. You came to take my sins. So tonight, I give you my sins. Say, say, Jesus, I give you my sins. I surrender. I make you my Lord. Say, Jesus, I make you my Lord. Now and forever. Amen and amen. If you pray this prayer. <laughs> you just move from darkness to the marvelous light. 
send us some information. We rejoice with you. IOGM tally at gmail.com. Again, that's IOGM tally at gmail.com. We will pray with you and send you some information so you can grow in your Christian life. Those of you who have contacted us, we are so thankful that you did so. Continue to do so so we can keep lifting you up in prayer. Amen. Can somebody give the Lord Jesus a hand of praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom. Peace. Nothing missing. Nothing lacking. Nothing broken. Say peace in my house. Peace on my job. Say peace in my heart. Peace everywhere I go. Say I'm a carry of peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.